right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday night service. We're going to have a really good time together tonight. If we could make our way to the sanctuary here. I know it's a little bit more of a laid back and casual type of evening tonight, but uh, we're going to have a good time. And so it's going to be a different type of service. Uh, we're going to uh, do church for about 20 minutes or so. And then uh, we're going to take advantage of having some of the extra help here. And uh, I'll have Desiree give some instructions. But really quick, we'll just try to get a few things set up out there. So don't think that we're here to, you know, work you like a you know borrowed mule or anything like that. But we do want to get a few things together while we have you here. And traditionally, every other year, we've always just only done work night tonight and not did any church at all but we wanted to make sure to still get the word out we got a special guest speaker for about 10 minutes tonight too it's pastor katie he's going to be speaking tonight so amen you're gonna do a great job yes all right so anyway uh real quick um let's go ahead and do our confession for america let's stand up together because we're not going to miss out on speaking words of faith over the United States, especially with Election Day coming up very, very soon. So we definitely want to see the Lord's hand involved in all that. Amen. Let's go ahead and speak this out together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name and in unity. We confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over the United States of America. We declare that righteousness, mercy, justice, and judgment from you shall prevail. We declare that America will complete her God-given mission to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. We push back the darkness of Satan from this nation and call for the light of Jesus Christ to invade the media and every home, church, and school, and every town, city, and state of this great nation, the United States of America. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Give the Lord some praise. And you may be seated this beautiful evening. Amen. Who's enjoying this fall time weather? It is here, brother. It is here. All right. So uh, not a lot of announcements uh, other than, of course, Harvest Fest is Friday night. Amen. And so lots of work going on. We believe that this is going to be the biggest and best yet. And of course, we are declaring a harvest of souls in the name of Jesus. And so be in agreement that we don't just give out a bunch of candy, that we give out the gospel and that people receive Jesus and they absolutely start becoming disciples of Jesus just like we did. Amen. All right. So that's this Friday. And uh, after Harvest Fest is clear, we're going to be getting into the holiday season and lots of wonderful things coming up. So uh, just be prepared because the rest of this year is going to fly by and we got lots and lots of really good church stuff. Amen. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our Wednesday night tithes and offerings. What time is it? Yeah, it's happy time. All right. The ushers are getting up here. Oh, the ushers are scrambling for envelopes. They, they, their minds were already outside. Uh, but if you need an envelope, raise your hand and the ushers will get you one. Let's go ahead and open our Bibles to Proverbs chapter 16. Proverbs 16. And we're going to look here at verse 20 in the NLT. Proverbs 16 and verse 20 in the NLT. And I love this verse. It says, those who listen to instruction. All right. And so my instruction, I don't know about you. My instruction is from the word of God. And so those who listen to instruction, I'm going to say, listen to the word will prosper. Who wants to prosper tonight? Come on. Yeah. 
Hey, I'd rather prosper than be in lack and in poverty. Amen. I want to prosper. It says, those who trust the Lord will be joyful. Is there anybody that trusts the Lord in here tonight? Yeah, we're joyful people. Yes. And so check it out. As we give our tithe and our offering, just remember we're doing this because we trust the Lord. And those who listen to him and his word and trust him, they will prosper. And so as we give, you just know that God is doing his part as you do your part. And you are going to prosper in the name of Jesus. Can I get an amen? All right, let's stand up together. And we are going to speak some words of faith over our tithes and our offerings. We're going to do one worship song, one praise song. So make it count. You get, you got to get your praise on real quick tonight, okay? I know some of you came to get your praise on. Do that. And then we're going to get into the word for about 10 minutes. And then we're going to go ahead and get a few things done since we got so much of the family together tonight, all right? Let's go ahead and speak these words of faith together. As we bring the Lord's tithe and give offerings today, we believe we receive jobs or better jobs, promotions, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, growth and business, settlements and rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, bills paid off, debts paid off, royalties received. Blessings and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs so that I have more than enough to take good care of my family and to give generously to the kingdom of God. Amen. Let's go. Sing together. I wanna scream it out from every mountain top. Your goodness knows no bounds. Your goodness never stops. Your mercy follows me. Your kindness fills my life. Your love amazes me. I'll sing because you are good and I'll dance because you are good and I'll shout because you are good and you are good to me. Nothing and no one comes anywhere close to you. The earth and oceans, the only reflect this truth. And in my darkest night, you shine as bright as day. Your love amazes me. And I'll sing because you are good and I'll dance because you are good and I'll shout because you are good you are good to me and I'll sing because you are good and I'll dance because you are good and I'll shout because you are good you are good to me and with the cry of praise 
my heart will proclaim that you are good, you are good, and in the sun and rain, my life celebrates that you are good, you are good, let's sing that with a cry, and with the cry of praise, my heart will proclaim that you are good, you are good in the sun and in the sun and rain. My life celebrates that you are good, you are good. And I'll sing, and I'll sing because you are good, and I'll dance because you are good, and I'll shout because. You are good, you are good to me, and I'll sing because you are good, and I'll dance because you are good, and I'll shout because you are good, you are good to me. with that level of excitement and noise to just have some joy because you have given it to us and this world can't take it away. Lord, regardless of how tired we are, what has gone on in our week, thank you, Lord, that you still win. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, you can be seated. Praise the Lord and welcome to church. Okay, so um, I gave Raymond a job. And then Raymond got a different job. So Raymond has lots of jobs and he needs a helper. Sure. Great. Yes. Go for it. So Pastor Dave, did I write on a little card for you? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to need that. Yeah. I thought it was up here, sir. I'm sorry. Okay. So, you know, when they let me have a microphone, it's just glorified youth group, right? You're aware of this? Okay, so Raymond or somebody is going to hand you little cards. Here's what I want you to do with them. I want you to keep it in your pocket or somewhere close to you for the next several days, okay? Like tomorrow and Friday. And I want you to remind yourself of these things. So I'm going to read through some stuff that I was really excited about because... Having done Harvest Fest for a lot of years and going from the end of, I love people and I want to give them Jesus, to, oh my gosh, this is a lot of work, to, it's okay, you all can give them Jesus. And then watching your faces go, this is a lot of work. So, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get our heads on straight together. Okay? You with me? Everyone's tired. Okay, say, yes, I'm with you. Okay, that was lame. Try again. Okay, good deal. All right, so I'm going to read to you something. And uh, Tim, Timmy, Tim, Tim, Ephesians 2, 
We're going to do 1 through 10. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10 is what we're going to. You guys need to work on your wooing together. It's sad. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, ready? Are we ready? Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. Do you remember that in your life? And it was horrible? You remember those days? Okay, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world because the world is, is rough, right? Okay, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. Remember when your life just totally stunk? He is a spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Remember when you thought God was going to be mad at you and he's going to strike you dead this minute you walked inside of the church, you know, lightning and all the fire and the whole building was going to burn down? Remember those feelings? You need to remember that for a second. All of us used to live that way following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. But our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. By living that way, we deserved nothing good. We were enemies at that point. But, here's the but. Okay, it gets really good here. Okay, so you're following with me and you're you're in verse 4, right? 2, 4, okay. Because... God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. And it's only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. You know what I just told you? You're on a big throne. You just can't see it. Are you with me on that? Okay. So, ladies... When you tell them that you're the queen, listen, you really are, okay? There's a throne there. You're seated with Jesus in heavenly realms. Gentlemen, you are the king, okay? Like, you are. So make sure you're acting like one, okay? And ladies, you too. So when we think about this, where we came from to where we are, that's the perspective we need to have going into Harvest Fest and in the rest of the time that we deal with difficult people. Remember your bad days and how stinky you are? You know your faults, right? And the Lord knows them better than you. So keep that in mind when you're ministering to other people with faults. You stink too without Jesus. But you're currently seated in heavenly realms with Jesus. So here's why. So in verse 7, God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. You are an example. And it's not like, behave right because you're an example. You're an example because of the mess you were and God changed you. Isn't that cool? Doesn't that take away all the shame of all the nasty and nonsense that you lived before Jesus? Because you look back and think, how could I have ever been like that? How could I be like that? Without Jesus, it's like that. So we get to be what allows people to get rid of their shame. What allows people to be raised to new life. And here's what you're supposed to do with it. Verse 8, God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. Your mess made into a masterpiece. He created us new in Christ Jesus. Why? Anyone? It's right up here. So... 
You can do good things. So you can do good things that he planned for you a long time ago. So you're a masterpiece that he created in the beginning that the devil tried to steal and destroy your life. But if you would just look at every step you take and every word that leaves your mouth as part of what God's plan is to give someone life, that's such a bigger thing than stirring the lemonade. It's such a bigger thing than cleaning up puke in the bathroom. And I can go that route because I was on my hands and knees with Miss Kathy one year cleaning eight pukers. Like, they just back to back. And I thought, we've poisoned the hot dogs. Like, didn't someone pray over those things? But, you know, the messy and the nasty and the hard work of things. Harvest Fest is wonderful. And we can amp it up and say you're going to minister to people. And you are. But that's in the simple and the ordinary when you go into Walmart, you're ministering to people. If you can't do that when you go into Walmart because you're in a hurry, then you best do pickup. I figured that out, okay? You best do pickup so you can love on people. Anyway, next thing we're going to is Matthew 18. Um, Matthew 18 is one of my favorites. Um, and I know Pastor Dave gets up here and says, it's my favorite, it's my favorite. He loves the whole Bible. I only love certain parts because certain parts frustrate me. You know, they ought to frustrate you too because you're probably not perfect yet. Anyway, Matthew 18, we're going to read 1 through 5. We've been talking about this a whole bunch in youth group. So you have these 12 guys following Jesus, and they just want to follow Jesus, right? They walked off a boat, or they were the, you know, trash tax collector, and here they are following Jesus, just trying to do what's right and what God wants them to do. And they mess up all the time, and then they do some awesome, amazing things. But they're asking Jesus in verse one, who's the greatest in the kingdom? Like who's really on the top? And Jesus called a little child out from the crowd. So let's see. Valor. Hi, Valor. Can you come here a minute? You love me, Valor. I know. I love you, Valor. I have to wait like whole decades before he's in youth group and he's almost taller than me. It's horrible. Anyway. Okay. So Jesus calls a kid. Are you a kid? Yes. What grade are you in? Third. Third. You look like you're in seventh. Anyway. So he calls a kid. Jesus calls a kid from out of nowhere. And that kid does what? That kid comes to him. Not because the kid knew why we were calling him out. But later on in verse 3, it says, so anyone who becomes humble to listen and obey, to step back from your own way and do what God wants, right? Okay, youth group, stand. Look at you all obeying quickly. Okay, I want you to do the humility two-step. Okay, you're going to go this way. You're going to dance with me. Okay, Valor? Okay, you ready? You just do what I do. Okay. Not my way. God's way. You step back from your own way and you step aside from God's way. Turns out you're the greatest. I'm going to tell you in a second. Okay, so when you become humble, meaning that you step back from your own way and you cooperate with God's way, that makes you greatest in the kingdom. But that verse is followed by Anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf is welcoming me. 
So we're welcoming Jesus when we welcome these kids. We're welcoming Jesus when we welcome the kid that's disrespectful and rude. We're welcoming Jesus when we welcome the kid who just stole from the cakewalk. We're welcoming Jesus. And to give out that love that he gave to you when you were a mess, that's my favorite. Give me the mean kid. Give me the mom who's angry and tired and complaining about everything. That's the one I want. I want that one because I've been that one. That's who I want you to minister to, and that's how I want you to minister. I want you to welcome Jesus at Harvest Fest. Matthew 25. Are you ready? We'll just stand, Matthew. Matthew 25. We're going quick. I have five minutes. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to start reading to you in verse 35. It says, for I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink or a stranger and you and show you hospitality or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king, our Jesus will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, you were doing it to me. The least doesn't mean just little kid. It means the less, the smaller, the less honorable, the less dignified. It doesn't matter who comes here. It doesn't matter how great they are, how well-dressed they are, how underdressed they are. And, and we get some that we would love to donate more clothing than what they're wearing, you know. So just love them. Just love them. And know that you're doing that because you're serving Jesus. When you're serving that person a hot dog, when you're helping that kid with the one shoe and he lost the other one at the bounce house, and then someone spilled Sprite all over all the shoes that are there, just pray in tongues, okay? And serve Jesus. Okay, last one. Hebrews 6. And this is like the best part of the whole nine. Because, you know, when, when God gave you this gift to, to change you and make you awesome and give you this new life and make you royalty in heaven with Jesus, he also asked you to do a whole lot. And it's not easy. It's hard. Because people are hard. And life is hard. Because the devil is real. Jesus has more authority, and we win in the end. But some days are hard. So in Hebrews 6, there's a reminder, a promise from the Lord. Hebrews 6, verse 10 and 11. For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him. Did you hear that? God will not forget how hard you worked. Say that. God will not forget how hard I've worked. That is what Luke 6.38 is really about. Luke 6.38, we use about your money and that principle certainly applies there. But the reality is Luke 6.38 is about your love. Given it will be given to you. God won't forget how hard it was and how hard you worked for him. And it says, and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers. How you respond and react to the team that you're on in the body of believers, this body of Christ that we are. How you react and respond to them is how you're reacting and responding to Jesus. As you still show that love, 
Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. So you're loving other believers to make certain what you hope for will come true. Faith works by love. And without loving each other, none of the stuff we're praying for, hoping for, trusting the Lord for is going to be able to work out because we're not loving. So remember the love that he gave you and remember how much everyone who's coming here, whether it's a Sunday morning and they are already saved for the last 20 years or whether it's Harvest Fest and they're coming in a mess. We love people here. And I can say very clearly a hundred times over, the only reason any of us are in this church is because we need Jesus every day. So that's what we need to give out at Harvest Fest. That's what we need to give out tonight. But I need you to remember that whatever you're doing, you're doing it for Jesus. And you're doing it because of what Jesus gave to you. So, Miss Garcia, ma'am, now for the instruction. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. Garcia. Technically, it's reverend if we go that route. Well, good evening. Are you guys as excited as I am? We've got two days, and then we're going to have a bunch of people on this property to show them Jesus. But with that being said, are you guys ready to work? Yay! We've got just a few things. We don't have a long list of stuff. We don't want to keep you guys here all night. We know you guys have to go to work in the morning. But we just have a few things that we need done. So... Robert, if you can come up here. Robert, yeah. I need Raymond up here. And I need Casey up here. And James. Where's James? I didn't see him. That's why I didn't say him. Well, little James is just as good as big James, but... Okay, so here's how we're going to do stuff. We do stuff around here in teams because it works great. So Casey has a bunch of organization stuff that needs to get done at the office, a bunch of cleaning up stuff and moving, like, game stuff over to Victory and all that fun stuff. Robert needs some muscle. Um, We have to take apart some of this fence so that we can fence the back of the stage area so people won't be able to go behind there. Um, So we need help with that. Robert needs help with tables and some other stuff. And then Raymond needs help with bathroom stuff. So just going into all the bathrooms, making sure that there's plenty of supplies, there's plenty of hand soap, that all the cleaning stuff is there. So I'm going to let you guys choose where you want to work. Oh, hold on. Of course you can. It's your church. <laughs> so I just wanted to really quick <laughs> tell everybody, I know we're tired and whatnot. Um, usually what's really cool is if everybody just grabs a team to hook up with real quick, it seriously takes like a half an hour and we knock a ton of stuff out when there's a hundred sets of hands as compared to like five throughout the week. So if you, uh, so as we get ready to dismiss and do this, go ahead and just make your way to one of these teams real quick and we will knock out a ton of jobs in like a half an hour time. Okay. And you can pick up your kids by eight o'clock. All right. Okay, couple things. So James and Robert are outdoor, yes? Both of you are together. Are they together? 
Okay, James and Robert, go stand by the wall. Yes. Your time out. We're, we're loving Jesus by loving you, right? Um, okay, Raymond, stay there by the leaves. Okay, Casey, go over here. Okay, this is heavy lifting by the wall. Okay, that does not include tiny children. So if you're here alone, single dad, you cannot go there. Okay, so unless you have no children, because they're going to go behind here and it's really unsafe for, because there's just nails and power tools and whatever. So no small children, okay, with the heavy lifting. Um, yes, children with Raymond, so long as you accompany them because we clean with chemicals. Uh, and Casey is in the office organizing, um, and you are totally welcome to take your kids there. And it's not as cold. Okay, so we're going to close out in prayer, and then we are going to say, go team, and we're going to work for Jesus, and we're going to remember everything this weekend that Pastor Katie taught us, and raise your hands, raise your hands, everybody raise your hands. I want you guys to say, I promise, I, promise. I will be here Sunday morning, I will be here Sunday morning. No, matter how tired I am, no matter how tired I am, Jesus comes first. Okay, Jesus knows you guys just made that promise. So I expect you to be here in the seats on Sunday morning. Okay, I'll let Pastor Dave close us out in prayer. All right, let's stand up together real quick. We'll close out in prayer, do our Barstow Faith Confession. Then, like I said, if you'll tag into a team really quick, this will, I mean, we'll knock out a, a ton of projects in like a half an hour time. You can still get home and eat some warm soup before bed, children, all right? It's a nice cold fall night, kiddos. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the word that we've received tonight, and we thank you, Lord, that this is the most wonderful uh, week of our year so far, and uh, great things are going to happen. We claim salvations, healings, and miracles this weekend, and it's all to your glory. We love you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Everybody set? Amen. All right, Barstow Faith Confession, and then you can go. Let's do it. We declare that Barstow is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Grab a team and let's get along.